Hello. Hello, hello. I'm Tim Clegg and I'm here with my good friend, yet again... Danny Stack. There he is. It's the UK Scriptwriters Podcast. Oh my goodness, there's the third person in the room, Danny. The listener. Hello. The listener. That's the person we haven't been speaking to for many a month. For many a month. It's been a while. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, What I like, Tim, is just like, we started out this podcast and it was our only reason really to meet up. It's like, come on, yeah, let's do that podcast. Oh, yeah. Now we do so much work together. It's like, oh, yeah, let's do... Yeah, we forgot about the podcast. Yeah, but never totally forgotten. No, it's never forgotten. It's just like we never get round to it. No, never get round to it. So we wanted to tell you what we've been doing and how we've been doing. And we want to know how you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Uh, Yeah. We're all right. We're okay. We're we're okay. We've made a film, everyone. We've made our second family film. Yeah. Uh, So we're feeling quite good about that. And we'll tell you all about it. Yeah, uh, I mean that's the that's uh, we thought. Uh, and then quite often we do interviews. We got um, an interview coming up in the next episode. But um, we also know that people quite often uh, want to know what we've been doing from our point of view, um, especially longer term listeners. And uh, so we thought we'd do one of those to catch you up about why we've uh, had this podcast silence, unusual one, um, and tell you all about how we got the movie off the ground we thought people would be interested in that not from a self-congratulatory point of view oh dear tongue twister well done for saying that <laughs> but um from a nuts and bolts you know we're always happy to share uh how we've done it including our missteps and misfires you know which there's been a few obviously along the way as you might imagine getting any film off of the ground but uh, so hopefully live and learn and share those uh, thoughts with you, and also a chance after that for myself and Danny to almost have a reflection upon how we're feeling about it and what's next, and those normal, I don't know what you might call it, kind of writers' hang-ups about future that we, you know, we always have. So yeah. that's the kind of the the the, the topic of um, of this podcast. So. Quick, uh, I'll just do a very, very brief uh, shortcut for new listeners or those that have only listened to a couple of episodes or just the interview ones. So myself and Danny started a uh, production company, small one, obviously, uh, just myself, Danny and Jan, who you uh, may listen, may hear on here occasionally doing interviews, um, about four years ago. And we made a movie called Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? So we set up Nelson Nutmeg Pictures Limited to put that movie through. And we enjoyed that, and so we thought, well, let's do more stuff. Um, we tried to get a few other projects off the ground that didn't happen, but now we have got a new feature film off the ground, uh, teaming up with uh, Temple Heart Films in Pinewood um, called Future TX. Check it out at futuretx.co.uk if you're interested. Sci-fi adventure movie for all the family, kind of uh, Doctor Who style if you like. So if you're kind of picturing what's that like, imagine an episode of Doctor Who, so it's kind of fun, adventure, you know, bit of bit of bit of comedy but not too much, uh, few scares but nothing um, you know, too bad, PG rated, cool stuff. Uh and so yeah, we've been shooting that for quite a while and now we've finished shooting it and we're in the ed- editing stage. Um, and that's a kind of roundup of uh, where we are. And we want to talk specifically, really, about the journey of Future TX, uh, which was originally Danny's idea. Well, yes. I mean, you've 
anybody who's familiar with the podcast will know we've gone to great length to tell you how we made Nelson Nutmeg, which is um, how you make your first film. And the internet is awash with those kind of stories now and advice. Uh, and we've made our second film, really. So we thought the topic for this podcast is really how, how the hell do you make a second movie? Because it's yeah. a miracle even to make one. Yeah. And that was on a micro-budget level. This is still on a micro-budget level, but uh, a bit more than Nelson Nutmeg. And we didn't do a Kickstarter or we didn't finance it ourselves, which is the difference here. So how did that happen? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and how did we do it? So exactly. we finished Nelson Nutmeg. We had a good run of that. And then we wrote, we wrote new scripts and we wrote a couple of new features. Mm -hmm. I think the one that we were really keen on was a Christmas movie that we had written. Christmas movie, lots of fun, as you might imagine. But think about it, uh, folks, if you think about it, not from a writing point of view, from a production point of view, it's quite a um, Christmas movie, you know. In the, in the UK, you know, you've really got to be filming that um, in the winter. Mm -hmm which means not many hours of daylight, it's cold, there's production issues. Um, so it became quite cost, not quite costly in terms of big movie world, but for me and Danny, Nelson Nutmeg style, if you like, um, it was quite a high budget, yeah. quite a big step up. So it didn't happen. Uh, we had a couple happen. of chances. We went for the chances. They didn't pay off. Didn't fair happen. enough. We, we gave it a go. We did a fair bit of development ourselves and even started some pre-production on it, mm. but then realised we didn't really have the no. money no. Uh, to do it. No. So we figured, let's do something that's a bit more mid-budgety in terms of micro-budget. Yeah. And uh, we, yeah. we had the idea for Future TX. Yeah. Uh, well, this was a story that Danny had told me about ages ago. Um, I'll just tell you how it happened and you can see what you think, listeners. But he, he just come, he, he just says, I've had this idea about, uh, you know, a kid who gets a phone call from the future. Or something like that. It was, something, it was about all he had. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds quite good. And um, so we'd sort of worked it up as a um, uh, sort of web series kind of a thing. Short was, ep or a short episode first. thing, you know. So we had this idea already sitting around um, and we'd done a few kind of like uh, episode, what would you call them? Like kind of what might happen in, as, as the twist of each episode. So if you imagine every five minutes, I says, really, if we do it like every five minute episode, five to 10 minute episode, at the end of each thing, I have a twist and that would hook you into the next episode. So we had all, almost like a list of twi yeah. twists of uh, cool things that would suddenly happen, yeah. you know? And uh, so like end of episode one, getting the phone call from the future, you know, the first one. Great. So that's good, isn't it? And so on and so on, right? So we had those. And uh, then it become clear that the Christmas thing wasn't going to happen. So we thought, well, well let, let, let's maybe we swap that round into a feature. Mm. But of course, what that meant was we had a good list of twisty turny things. Um that could occur and almost they went on like a story chart thing as as uh, the bottom of each uh, little sequence and that was it. We were kind of like, that do. Uh, <laughs> well, no, we knew the story was getting bigger. No, but well. it was, yeah, but it felt, it was like, it, it, we'd done the kind of brainstorm, I suppose, uh, Danny, of uh, ideas that were cheap mm -hmm that had those twists in it, and we had a bunch of those that were all non-special effects related, Yeah, you know? And so I seen, I, I, I kind of remember you walking away from uh, here with confidence one day 
saying, oh, I'll just knock the first draft out, mm. right? So you was thinking, yeah, well, well, that's the last we'll see of that kind of thing. No, back UK that came in like ridiculously short amount of time with this, you know, good, but, you know, obviously Rough, very changed now. But, you know, but like a real solid first draft it was, listeners, if I say so, bragging on Danny's behalf. It was like quite solid in the fact that, you know, decent characters that were doing stuff that made sense and um and and going on this ride you know and uh you know we changed it quite a bit since then but um uh you know it was solid enough that you go well this isn't a waste of time yeah you know this isn't hard this isn't hard work uphill thing where you're trying to get it to work it's like now this is working as a thing let's just kind of sharpen it up that's how i remember it well i think that first draft was two years ago I think. Yeah. Um, and written quite quickly. I remember being excited about it, not in terms of it being brilliant or anything, but the whole reason why we were doing it as opposed to the Christmas movie was because we knew we could do it cheaply. It was like a time travel yeah. film without any time travel in it. Yeah. Because uh, it was all set in the present day. They yeah. get the calls from the future. Yeah. Um, so that's how that developed. We didn't work on it solidly then from then it was like there was gaps and no stuff i i, I almost think doing. it went on the shelf almost a almost, little bit as a, like kind of like well that's good mm. got that um we we got together our normal material uh, as in things that we could like one pager um which i sort of tied up nicely as in the fact you could show that to people yeah we we even still know. think in tv at this stage like could have been using act one as episode one kind yeah, of thing, yeah, half yeah. Thing. yeah yeah so um, it was, we were a bit we, uh, we were talking to people about it all over the place in a yeah, way yeah and a lot of people were saying oh we got something similar or you know this you know the normal uh bluff that you get from people yeah. oh yeah we got something similar never seen anything similar since no well where just... is it yeah <laughs> come on you know we did it so where's yours uh <laughs> So what happened then? Uh, we oh, then I think we were in Cannes. We went to Cannes last year, and we were pitching it there as um, as obviously we were in Cannes. So we were telling people, no, it's definitely a um, this a no budget film. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and our next movie, and this is the one we're doing next. And uh, so that would be so that's May last year, folks. So, May last year. So you from don't need to know the dates too much when you're listening. If you are listening in the future, in the future, then um, uh, just know that we're talking about this being kind of eighteen months before where we are speaking to you today. Yeah. So sort of eighteen months ago, we were waltzing around Cannes telling people. A lot of people liked the idea of it. Sounded good. Um, I don't. We've spoken before about our Cannes methodology. We're kind of quite hardcore meetings, and um, so we'll try to get on the CAN database and email, you know, anyone in the UK, US, Canada, Oz, uh, NZ, uh, South Africa, the Europe, <laughs> pretty much anywhere, you know, but we'll prioritise the English-speaking countries first, because that's what we produce for live action, it's easier, and we're... And, um, and we will say, you know, if, they, if they've got something we think's going on that would be similar, we will email them. So we met a lot of children's producers and uh, uh, people interested in that. And, we, you know, we, we hammered all them and we had some good meetings. Uh, people of a like mind as well. So that guy with his animation that he's got off the ground oh, now yeah. that we bumped into in the Start. children's media conference. Yeah. Um, uh, so... You know, people doing the same kind of things, slightly different. Uh, 
But then there was a uh, a guy that we wasn't particularly on our radar because he does do children's movies. But Danny knew him, a guy called Lyndon uh, from Temple Heart Films, who do mainly horror thrillers, lower budget stuff. You might, you know, kind of you can picture what we're talking about. Um, but for whatever, you know, we just met. We just met up with him anyway for social, a little chat. He'd seen Nutmeg because Danny had done some work for Lyndon before um, uh, on a horror rewrite. So we thought, well, you know, whatever, you know, we'll meet anyone, have a little chat, have a little chat. And he was surprisingly positive about Nelson Nutmeg and enjoyed it and so on and um, and was sort of actively asking what we were doing next. And we were like, well, we've got this thing, it's, you know, it's not really horror thriller. Or, you know, and then he's like, no, 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 I'm looking to break out a bit of that and, uh, you know, do something else. And like, well, yeah, here we are, keep in touch. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kind of ring, rang us up in a couple, a couple of days later. Let's have a, let's have a, a, a drink. End of the day. He's going, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I think we should go for your film. We were like, oh, oh okay, because it's like that it doesn't sound quite like you're shaking hands at this point. But it was, you know, very positive. But it was like starting September, fellas. We, yeah. we walked away from the can. I remember yeah. we sat down in like bollards on the can kind yeah. of harbour. And it was like so anticlimactic on if we just got a green light for our film. We weren't sure if we had or not. <laughs> we weren't sure. Um, uh, but, but, he... but, 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 you know, so da- I said to Danny, just, just, just leave it. Because also, you've got to give Lyndon that wiggle room for can excitement. Yeah. Where he might get back and then be like, actually, what am I thinking about? Like, I can't, I, I don't have the contacts to make this film a go, whatever. So just like, let's just see, let it lie. You know, whatever. I think there was a doubt in our minds as well because he mentioned if you can do it on the same budget level as nothing, nothing yeah, go for it. And we were like, we need a bit more than that. Yeah. So, but he was just like, well, we'll make it work anyway. Yeah. But we still weren't sure if he would come through or no. if it was a deal or whatever. No. So uh, anyway, we get back with kind of emailing a few other people as well that had shown interest. Uh, so you know, serious uh, people. So we had to do. You know, a bit, bit, uh, you know, quite a decent budget breakdown. How many days and uh, how many special effects and so on, and uh, just high level, but still it takes a bit of time. So we did all that and uh, sent that to Lyndon and these other people. And uh, Lyndon was like, "Oh no, that's a bit too, too m- high, bit too high, bit too high. Uh, probably couldn't reach uh, for that." So we're like, "Okay, whatever." And then we started looking at our own ways of doing it. Um, which would have been around the SEIS level. So if we, what we mean by SEIS is a special kind of tax bracket, um, which is 150 grand. So we like, well, if we could do it 150 grand or so, and um, we could do it SEIS style. So uh, my, like me and Danny then maybe raising the money. So we did a, a new budget that brought it down to 150 grand. And um, then we thought we'd just send that to Lyndon as well. Afterthought really see if he might want to help us raise some of that money and so on. And he's like, no, that, that's the budget sort of I'm talking about mm. around that area. Um, let's just kind of sort of go for it. And we're like, oh, so it took us a bit by surprise. And um, uh, he was full, you know, full on for it, really, and uh, actually said it could be a bit higher, folks, could be a bit higher. Let's just get some more uh, effects in there, do it nice. So we, 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 we kind of have, uh, took the budget up a teeny bit from there. And um, then we went up to Pinewood to meet him, and uh, he was, he, he, you know, we were like, well, we weren't really sure, Lyndon, if you know, 
where we where we were standing with it all and he's like no no i'm i'm fully in and he showed us these brochures he'd been doing and everything you know all about it that he's going to send out to people we were like oh okay this has gone along further than we we thought so in his mind it was like we're kind of like we're, we're on for it and in our mind we were like sort of hoping maybe we were and uh so we had a nice cup of tea and um, and a falafel, falafel each, wrap, yeah. and uh, in Pinewood, and then we sort of like uh, uh, came home, and about halfway in, we realised, oh yeah, that's we've kind just of... been to Pinewood and done a deal for our second movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or in another way, we went to have a falafel with Lyndon, and he showed us some brochures. Yeah, and we were like, oh, we better do it then. So it depends how you want to phrase it, but what you know, it, it, I guess the the the. But the thing to take away from it is, it's having all those options all the time. Well, we've you know? done more than that, though. We've skipped a bit because uh, that's just chat. That was the chat stuff. What we did proactively, yeah, was we made um, ten minutes of the film ourselves. Yeah, I'm just trying to get the timeline right in my own mind. Yeah, so that was. Do, do we do we do, do we get to do we yeah. Lyndon after we Lyndon done was May. The, uh, oh, well, the drone scene because it was April. Oh yeah, we'd already done a bit by then. So yeah, you're right, Danny. We skipped. I skipped a whole bit. So in between all of this chat, that's the, that's a good timeline. That's a good understanding now of how, yeah, how yeah, the project yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. in between, well, it's a bit missing. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit missing because we were still unsure if Lyndon was going to be involved or not. So we thought, well, let's make in the film. There's a drone sequence, and we thought if the film goes into production properly, that's going to be a nightmare in the schedule. Yeah. So we thought, well, let's film that now out of schedule all right yeah that's right we did that the reason we did that was um danny heard of a little bit of local funding i did and uh so we were like great let's what could we put what could we put in for it there was some criteria for it it was a, it's more like a seed funding thing mm. so it wasn't like here's some money and um go make something like a short film and come back and show the short film, and then that's it. It wasn't like that kind of a funding. It's more like a seed funding. So it's like supposed to be to help you get something off the ground that would bring money into the area. So like, um, okay, well we've got a we've got a whole movie, mm. and so we were scratching our heads like, do we make a short? Do we make a test? Like a test or a short, like a sh- um, a short film that is a bit like the feature, you know, uh, like people do that quite a bit. And uh, as Danny says, no, we were a bit like, actually, what if we did some of the pre-production work, like um, designs? uh, Locations. Yeah, find some locations. Yeah, design the costumes. Design these phones, you know, the phones. The the sound sound effects as well. What does that sound like? So do a lot of kind of uh, exploratory work, R&D almost, um, and then shoot a bit. Um of it um and therefore we've actually chipped away at a bit of the movie and um no no one had really done that before so there was a bit of um head scratching about if that's useful um and my own head scratching was about a thing called chain of title like rights you know so if they funded a bit of the movie and then someone funds the rest like who owns it and all this kind of stuff so we had to sort get get our heads around that and check it was all okay. It was, um, uh, but only because we planned ahead for it. So we could. We, I'm glad that we did think about it seriously, and uh, yeah, we went and shot a bit in Easter of the actual movie that we then hoped would be shooting in the summer. But so uh, we we made that ourselves. Though. That's the key thing there. We made that with our own yeah. money and the local funding money. Yeah, and then that was 
I think Lyndon was already on board at that stage, but we didn't know for sure. Yeah, but I think that tipped him over the edge. That yeah, tipped him over the edge. Because there was sure. some really cool stuff to see in that. Yeah. And the difference is, I mean, how Lyndon works is he draws together smaller investors to fund a movie. He could use some of this material, you see, to entice them to go, look, the guys are doing some really good work here. Have a look. Have a look for yourself. You know, not mad, not imagine it. Not look at a storyboard. Not look at whatever. Uh, some props or, you know, like, look at a, a little bit of the movie that they've already shot. This is uh, going to be in it. This is not just a test. Yeah, footage. this is yeah. not a test. And, and people would look at it and go, yeah, great. This does look, you know, this looks all right. And... Uh, so I was really pleased that we we um, we did that. It is unconventional because think about what we did. We shot a bit of a movie in Easter and then we had to do the rest of it in the summer. Mm. But this weird drone chase was so complicated. You know, it's 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 a an army of flying drones with darts on them, poison darts, if you like, chasing kids like through houses, and you know, like kind of Steadicam style, and. Uh, you know the schedule of it was was slow, so you weren't shooting a scene a day, or you know how many how many scenes are you shooting this day? You go well, we're doing ten shots today, and it, so it's like that where you're chipping away at it. It's all storyboarded out. You know a lot of them had uh, effect plates. There was real drones that need flying in the air. There was these prop drones that you know fired the darts, and everything was slow and whatever. So. The fact that it's 10 minutes of the... We were shooting... Yeah, we, we did 10 days and we shot 10 minutes of the movie. Like, it's a minute a day, you know. Um, it's it's quite slow going. We could have done it quicker in retrospect, but we, we, could did, have done we didn't it, know at the time. We didn't know because it was a bit new to us, action, yeah. you know, action, you know, chase action scene. And uh, and a long bit, mm. you know. So it it's like middle of the movie, like bullet, you know. You've got that car chase in the middle and it's like a big thing. And... Uh, yeah, so um, it was a fantastic thing to have got that out of the way um, in the nicest possible way, but also have all that cool stuff uh, done. And then that kind of really won over Lyndon and his investors to be like, let's do the whole thing, let's do the whole thing. So in May, in May we got the official green light, we signed the deal, Pinewood style, and then we were straight into pre-production, really. Yeah. Uh, Which, of course, we'd already sort of started. We'd already started, but then we we were, like, focusing on it completely. All we, the rest of we it. We even hired an office in town that we could just um, go to. Yeah. And hang out. and Put the props in there and the costumes. Yeah. And then we shot all over August. So we shot for the whole month of August. Um, and we got Griff Reese jones in to star in the film as the villain, which was great. Yeah. And the two kids that we'd used at Easter, we got them back. Uh, some got uh, one of the kids from Nelson Nutmeg. We got in for an, a supporting role, and so yeah, the cast was pretty small, but it's pretty good. Yeah, and the film's now completed. So yeah. that's what we've been doing since March, since we last spoke to you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. A- but it, anybody cares? Anyone cares? But it does feel like it did feel like two things we'd really shot though, Danny, because we did the Easter thing, which was more homemade. You know, we only had that little bit of money, that's, yeah. that seed money, and um, really on the beg and the borrow. We're still relying on favours to make that. Fate, yeah. yeah. And the then, and the yeah, money. yeah. And then when we come to the summer, main body of the shoot, you know, got got a crew, or cast and crew was up to like kind of 25 mm. to 30, you know, each day. Mm. And um, 
you know, it's quite a change, I think, really. So it feels like a film of two halves, really. Yeah. But I guess the what I would say to people is for them to take away from it is that spirit of, well, we're doing it, you know? So we get a bit of that money. How do we move it into something actually that will profit us and move the film forward? So it's, I think it was having that ambition to actually shoot a bit of the film that was the key mm. just been going like yeah well no we're not going to do another test we're not doing all that we're not wasting time on that kind of stuff we're just going to be doing stuff that ends up on screen that's profitable and in fact how everybody wanted that so the seed people they wanted that because they want to go back to their funders their ultimate funders which is the eu and say yeah we gave the nelson nutmeg guys a little bit of money and they ended up raising enough money to shoot a whole feature in the area, yes, it, which is the point of which it, is right? true, which, which is, is true, true, which is true. So that massive, a massive percentage return on the small amount of money because yeah. all the crew was local, most of the cast were local. So a lot of money has come into the area because of that. Uh, and we profited from it because obviously we turned what was an idea that was on the fence into a cert, yeah. dead cert, uh-huh. and we were doing it. And uh, I think... Uh, I think more writers, early producers, first-time directors could be getting a bit sharper on that, which is just like, what can I do to actually move things forward properly in a proper big financial way rather than what I want to do? Yeah. What's an easy thing to do? What's a safe thing to do? Mm. Uh, the more momentum you can generate yourself for the project to meet potential people who are interested in if you know what I mean let yeah. the momentum and interest meet halfway yeah, yeah rather yeah. than um, waiting for phone calls or emails yeah, yeah, back because yeah. you'll never hear from them no and the, the money's never there but if you can self-generate that momentum somehow into proactivity either filming something or you're just in an office working on pre-production you're sorting stuff out yeah because even the stuff we did on the christmas film the pre-production on that that's not wasted no we can all tap back into yeah, that yeah 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 yeah, that yeah still definitely good, it's still good work yeah um so yeah it's all assets it's all assets, it's all assets. uh so that's where we are folks with it we had a, yeah we had a good time in the in the august then doing the main a uh, bit of the bit of the shoot, uh, twenty days then as well. So it's th- thirty days overall, same as Nutmeg actually. Funnily Pretty enough, um, so it's the beginning of September now as we speak. Yeah, so we just kind of on the winding down from that shoot and sorting out our hard drives and stuff with all the material. <laughs> yeah, this kind of boring stuff. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, excited to 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 have got it done and to be finishing it off really. Uh, because there's a thing about doing your second feature, you know, your first feature, you can get by on those favors and, um, uh, tapping into good vibes locally and so on. But your second one, you know, you, you want to take a step up, you owe those people favors sometimes, you know, like they kind of given you, you want to give them a bit of money this time, that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, it's kind of uh, a trickier proposition to get your second feature off the ground, um, but you know I'm pleased that we have pleased that we have done it. But I know there's those sort of terrible statistics or something that like seventy you percent know, of directors don't get past their first feature or something. Yeah, you know they make one and then that's it. Yeah. Um, so we've been a bit more realistic in terms of doing the kind of baby step 
upwards in, ter- in terms of budget level. Yeah. And uh, making that transition, say, yeah. to the Christmas movie a bit more feasible rather than leaping straight yeah, to Yeah, I think so. And probably for the best, really. Because I learned a lot again from this one. Yeah, this but, one was good. Um, yeah, one of the, but one of the things that I was reflecting to Danny about or that we were to talking about and I thought would be good to share is about um, goals and sort of celebrating. Like, myself and, and Danny have always tried to, but it seems weird to, to, when you say it out loud, but we try and make an effort to kind of actually take a moment to celebrate things. We did have that, we did have that weird chat <laughs> on the way back from Linden's. A Pinewood office, you know, to be just like, oh yeah, you know, we were nearly home, you know, it's like, oh yeah, we've just got our second movie off the ground, really. Uh, you know, and you're listening to this, probably going, yeah, well, that was obvious. But it sort of isn't because, you know, you're just chatting and then you're kind of like, yeah, let's, let's, let's move ahead with that. And then, of course, it's not like, uh, you know, everyone hands out a cigar and there's a big handshake. It's like, tell you what, I better speak to the accountant. So, if you guys can speak to the accountant, Richard, like over the next week, and then I'll send some paper, uh, papers over, contract. If you guys have a look at that. And so instead of a big cigar, no, you've I'm... got a bunch of paperwork that needs doing. Yeah, and the script needs work. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and locations need to be found. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're coming back with a bunch of like, yeah, we're doing it, guys. But here's the barriers that, you, that we've still got to get through before we're doing it. But and... also things have happened bit by bit. Yeah. So it robs you of that kind there's of... No rig- there's no, like, yes <laughs> moment. There's, like, it's all bit by bit. It's like you see it coming. Yeah. yeah. And it's only, yeah, and then you actually you're focused on, all right, when are we going to be able to get up to see Richard, the accountant? You know, when can we both make it to see him, to sign the bank account, thing? whatever, whatever, right? And then, uh, so you're actually worried about that. And um, uh, it was funny. It was funny because I think it's always like that. You know, and it's, um, everything's a gradual. Yeah, you're right. Everything's a gradual. You don't, you don't notice either when things fall apart or, you know, luckily in our case, things were going well and you Mm -hmm. almost don't know, you almost don't notice. You don't know. Because it's a series of, it's a series of barriers that you're moving through. Yeah. And, um, of course you're focused on those barriers instead of the fact you've passed a milestone of some, of some sort, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, you've got to take you've got to take that uh, step step back I suppose or whatever I don't know it's easier because there's two of us to actually remind each other that actually something kind of cool's happened something cool's happened yeah <laughs> but even more so after we finished production I think because we'd wrapped we'd properly wrapped yeah but of course we've got the anti-climax kind of like mm, yeah <laughs> yeah but of course it's like it's great yeah it's great finish the movie we finish we'll shooting finished, the movie everyone we, you had, know, but... we had the help from 30 people every day for 30 days and yeah fantastic and it was good fun yeah was, but, was... no, but wait no because no. now we've got to do these backups <laughs> and we've got to start doing this editing and we've got to start doing... do you see what I mean it's always that thing and even when you're finished of course you're then like right now we've got to sell the movie mm. that's the hard part mm. you know whichever bit you're on everyone goes oh that's the hard part mm. and um uh, and of course, it is all the hard part, and it made me think about um, uh, the, yeah, this kind of idea of goals. And uh, you can have a uh, people are always saying, you know, have a goal, set a goal. Um, not just in a Chris Jones kind of, uh, you know, uh, have a goal to finish your first feature, you know, and put it on your chart or whatever. 
it doesn't have to be as blatant as that, but a lot of virtually everyone listening to this will have an ambition that they're working towards to get on a shadow scheme or to get a first episode or to uh, get a second episode or whatever. They've got those little goals. And um, it's, it's actually worth thinking about what you're going to do when you reach those goals. Because quite often the goal of itself is not that amazing. Mm. So And doesn't unlock anything mysterious oh, no, either. No, no. So let's say in your mind, listener, you're thinking, well... Um, you know, I've always wanted to write a radio play. You know, that's my goal this year, tw- uh, 2018 as it is now, you know, uh, just to get get my first Radio 4 commission, right? So you're like, yeah, yeah, you're working towards it. You do it. Like, fantastic, right? And then you're excited. And then you listen to it. on the re- And there it is, you know? Yeah. And then they say your name at the end and everything. Yeah, great. Like, and? And? Now what? And and I think not enough do we talk about... Or even a bigger reality, just to... <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. Like, you write a radio player, right? And you send it out, and people really like it. Yeah. And they have, they call you in for meetings. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is great. My radio player's going to get made. Yeah. And then you have meetings with people. They even meet, you might even have some casting meetings yeah, or yeah, suggestions. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, your radio player doesn't happen at all it doesn't get made and yeah but i'm saying even if it does get made then, yeah yeah but it's like <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's more the reality it's like what do you do then you write another one yeah but i'm saying right so yeah all of that danny all of that right all of that let's say all of that you have that journey and then you still then you do it and it does get made and, it does, and it's on the air and it, you know and it's all like that but then so what mm. you know and i don't think we often focus enough about what happens when you reach your goals you know, we always talk about, let's have a goal. How do we reach our goal? What's the steps? We're always thinking about this. But then it's almost a bit like, yeah, but so what about your goals? Mm-hmm. Like, what happens when you when you reach it? Because, mm-hmm. you know, then you've done it and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure this goes for anyone, like sports people, people that climb a mountain. All right, so you climb the mountain. What are you going to do now? Climb it again? What? What what else do you do with your life after kind yeah. of thing, and and uh, I think there's no I think there's no guaranteed way for the industry to react to whatever goals you achieve. No, but also sense? it does make sense. But I'm also talking about from an inside yourself point of view about just like I think it's nice to attach it to something as well. Um, so like you you were kind enough to. Get us a bottle of bubbles or something like that. Yeah, and, and like, I made you brekkie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would... Uh, it's like, let's mark this moment. That's it, you know. <laughs> I think those kind of things are, uh, you know, really important. Something tangible because these goals are sort of fleeting and they don't really... You don't really mean much. No. I always remember <laughs> I always remember a comedy story from Russell Brand, mm-hmm. you know, talking about... You know, he was an actor at first and, um, you know, he was on the bill. That's right. I remember seeing him on the bill. And then Beard, beardless. And then um you know, it's next day, it's got it goes on the air, he's very excited. Next day it's like, you know, going out. Of course no one recognises him. Why would they? You know what I mean? And he's like, Oh but, you know, that was his goal yeah. to be an actor on the T V and he'd done it. And then it was like, Yeah, no one no one cares, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and um I think that can be all of us with our writing or whatever we choose to do. Yes. Is is just like yeah, it, you know, so you, you reach the goal. You have a sort of a moment of like, oh, that's really cool, 
and and then you just you're still sitting where you were the day before really mm. um and i think it taps into i was saying i was saying this to nanny it sort of taps into almost that sort of instagram feel of like oh yeah if i get a million followers if i get half a million hundred fans, so what then what you know and that's what happened then these kind of these kids burn out because they're like doesn't you know so what they, yeah. the life their life doesn't always change and if it does it's not always for the better uh it's just having that thing as a what are you really going to... What do you want to do, but why do you want to do it? And what are you going to do when you reach there? Yeah. But you've got to kind of be in charge of your own celebration as well as you... Definitely be in charge of your own celebration. Yeah. Uh, I think every step of whatever goal you achieve is like the real work starts here kind of moment. Yeah. It's like, because there's no magic open door for you. There's no, no magic... Uh, guarantee of anything no and because you've achieved one thing you have to be even better to achieve the next yeah and that could be even replicating what you've just achieved like saying getting it, getting another episode of something yeah 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 you've, that you've already written for the show yeah yeah but yeah to get yeah. another episode of it you's, you've got to be even better exactly um, and where's it all go you see what i mean but like yeah it, 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 where's it all going right well it probably isn't all going anywhere so the point is take those time those take those moments to celebrate it because Definitely. no one's going to do it for you no. and it's not going to come from outside it's got to come from inside and um tends to be writers are our own worst critics you know um which is sort of good in some ways but bad in this way it's like yeah we should also be our own best kind of champion you know and uh, just go yeah we have i have done that like you're right danny no one cares no one else cares but you care so you know you should sort of take it upon yourself i say it's to everyone of course to to like yeah well we're gonna do something we're gonna mm. go on holiday or whatever it is and just be like yeah yeah see you later yeah you know? well i remember on uh when i wrote three stenders i mean obviously i was privately pleased and everything but I didn't mark the occasion especially as such but then uh, our good friend James Moran James Moran yeah been uh, on the podcast he's been on the podcast he's emailed me the day after one of the episodes right but it was a photo of my name on screen he, yes, he'd yes, taken a yes, shot of it yes and just that had cheered me up no end just that, like but somebody else had taken my Someone, excitement yes Yes, for yes. me to go look what you've just in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, that that gave you validation to go. Yeah, yeah, I did do that. That's great. Yeah, I wouldn't have taken that photo myself. No, but I was so glad I had it. Yeah, I was so glad he sent it. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So we've got yeah, we can support each other. Uh, good to be aware. Actually, a good little tip there. If you know somebody who's achieved something, why don't you uh, take them aside to mark their little celebration for them? Because most people will be modest or. I, not realise it perhaps yeah unless they're just one of those annoying yeah. twats <laughs> well that's the problem isn't shout it? in your face look what I just done yeah that's it that's it but that's the opposite of what I'm talking about yeah, yeah that you is know? the opposite I'm not saying to don't, don't celebrate no too one soon cares. no yeah. I'm saying no one cares don't be yeah. going around shouting no one cares but you care yourself and uh, those milestones are only those goals are only in your own mind you know uh, and uh, yeah so you've you've got to celebrate them so um, uh, myself and uh, uh, Danny you know one of the things we like to celebrate is like the first screening of a movie we try and make that a decent event and a good time uh, just so we're having a good time you know celebrating those things that are finished and uh, we try and go to other people's celebrations of their short or whatever it is it doesn't matter just because if you don't do that then what's the point you know what's the yeah 
<laughs> um, we touched on this a little bit on our chat the other day in, t- in terms of our debrief of how the shoot went. Yeah. Kind of thing. It was like, no matter how what was happening on a particular day, if the day was particularly challenging or, you know, you might be a bit moody or whatever, mm. it was just like, my, I tried to adopt the attitude like, I may never do this ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. never, de- definitely not getting this day get back ever again. Yeah, so yeah. however miserable it might feel now, I've got to make the best of it. Yeah. Or I've got to make the crew feel as if, <laughs> you know, everything, yeah, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, going yeah. swimmingly kind of thing. That's right. And uh, just making that little bit of effort just helped to get through some of tougher times, I guess. I say tougher times, but, you know, something that might be no, a, little bit, a little bit annoying. Yeah. I uh, mean, you you know, just so people know what we're talking about, it's just like some days the weather wasn't very good, you know, and you'd be kind of a bit miserable Yeah, we outside had, and we, you're trying to not be outside and it's supposed to be a nice day and now it's... We had cast cancel away. on us. We had locations cancel on us just yeah. when we were about to shoot with them. So there were difficult things we had to deal with. Yeah, just those kind of things. Nothing that's kind of... Uh, you know, all the crew were really great, but there's just those circumstances, you know, that kind of uh, hit you and then you've got to deal with them. And so, you know, it can be a tendency to get you down, but or, or experience as well tells me you got a good crew like mm. we did, then, um, you know, you're more than halfway there anyway. Because yeah. you can just do, you can do something. With exactly. a good crew, you can just shoot something, yeah. you know, something somewhere and crack on. That's it. And uh, I, And we did... <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did uh but yeah no i i, I hope you, you got we won't bang on about it too much no because uh, we don't want to we don't want uh the podcast to become self-centered in terms of it's just promoting our own stuff so i we, want we, you to say self-congratulatory again because no i'm like never a... saying it again <laughs> i'm never saying okay i'm gonna celebrate that i did say it once right and um no, we won't, so we, we'll probably mention it again once it's no, well, we're, um, nearly we're, out, you know, or whatever. But um, you know us, we're realists, we're practicalists. We just like to lay things out as we see them. Yeah, and uh, so that, and we're sharing with you where we're at right now and why there was a gap in the podcast. Yeah. Um, but and in between all that, we went to the children's media conference in July, right in the middle of our pre-production, which we shouldn't have been there at all. But we had a good time there, and we had some good meetings about other stuff, which is mainly TV stuff that we're mm. trying to get off the ground. So within all, amongst all our film kind of shenanigans, we're trying to uh, develop other stuff, and then we're busy doing our own individual work as well. That's still going. Yeah. So it's all just kind of juggling all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And, we, and a lot of the, you know lot of the friends of the podcast and people that have been on here before we stay in touch they're all doing the same so you know there's a lot of positive movement forward i think mm. going on from those that are jumping on board uh but um let us know your own stories uh of success um uh again so that we can kind of share them really um you know you know as you, we like to have it uh, podcast interviews on here could be via Skype if you're wherever you are in the world and um, uh, we want to hear more stories of kind of people doing well getting things off the ground overcoming adversity and so on and uh, like you get it like, as Danny said you might be a bit shy yourself to blow your own trumpet about it but you know just just send us a little email and then it's just really a chat about what you did as we've just done about our own movie it's not about i'm the great i am it's a bit like here's the hurdles i overcame mm. 
to get this off the ground and um we're going to start asking people from now on what they're going to do to celebrate it i think and keep that going as a new theme of the podcast really uh so yeah let us let us know your own successes and we'll get you we'll get you on in the in the future whatever that is you might think it's very humble and you just got your first uh short film into a festival somewhere you know decent festival somewhere but like that's interesting you know because uh it's changing times out there festivals lots to talk about there how you raised the money for it and so on what you shot it on so it doesn't matter First episode of Saint on TV, as Danny said, great. How did that happen? Because that's a that's a that's a miracle in its <laughs> itself. So yeah, um, yeah. Just uh, l- let us know, and we want to speak to more writers um, in the, over the next year, really, and uh, get back to that. And if you haven't got our books yet, I'll buy them. Yeah, we've <laughs> yeah, got two books. We've got two books. UK got... scriptwriter survival handbook. Yeah, that's uh, a great book. That's uh, all, that's all about um, how to keep your career going as a writer. Yeah, like uh, just a sort of not step by step, but more like a kind of what is the cornerstones that you need to be a working writer and and sort of ditch the day job if you see what I mean and kind of make a go of it. Uh, earning money as a uh, as a writer, some of the different income streams you might not know about. So yeah, it could be writing episodes of EastEnders, as Danny said. Yeah, okay, you might work up to that. So what can you do before that to get a bit of bit of money in and uh, lift your visibility in the industry? That's the point. That's the topic of that. Um, and then we've got a, a, a another book that's even more focused. Oh yeah. Well, we did it for Future DX. Uh, it's called Write a Script in 10 Weeks. Yeah. So when we had the idea for Future That's DX, right. and, and it was like, well, let's crack out a first round. Yeah. I, I used the techniques of uh, yeah. Write a Script in 10 Weeks. Yeah, and there it is. And so there you, it is. It's, it's, you know, dead simple, uh, but broken down into 10 chapters, as you might imagine. Very, very simple. Um, you know, a shorter book, but on purpose, because the point is just spend uh, five ten minutes reading each each chapter at the start of the week and and crack on with it because it's about doing it not having a chat about it mm. so um you know really sort of uh, boiled down focused book it was probably about twice as long Chop, chopped it right down made it real short sharp um almost bullet points uh, just like is what you should be doing to to get through that first draft because um i don't know what you guys are like but for me like that blank page is such a a killer you know i'm i we've got your first draft refining it fantastic oh good times <laughs> just, that, just that like oh, i'm on page 30 and like you're looking at like the 60 pages of a feature that you haven't written well, yet. i can it's tell like, you my <laughs> least favorite page of a script i can tell you right now right, let me guess it what is it i reckon it would be like something like 38. No, no. What is it? It's page 53. Ah! It's like, oh, God, 53. Second act, the second that long. It's like, yes, oh, God, I'm not, I'm not, I'm ha- oh, no. <laughs> so much to do and I've done so much already. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've been at page uh, 53 before and been like, just kind of sidling into act two. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> And just be like, ah, something's gone wrong here already. <laughs> something's gone wrong here. What do I do? I just carried on. Just carry on. I'd carried on and it was 180 pages. Oh, God. I've got it down to 109 or something in the end. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was all go. right. It was all right. But um, 
what was the point of this chat? Oh, yeah, 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 books. Yeah, get the books. Yeah, get the books. <laughs> you can get them on um, Amazon. Uh, Amazon's the main way. But both now available on Kindle as well, if you're, oh, yeah. if you're an electronic reader type of a person. Oh, she sure. might be on the commute or yeah, such, yeah. such and such. Um, so, yeah, check, uh, uh, definitely check them out. We're, we're bigging them up only because they're decent and um, we've got some good, uh, good reviews and feedback from those. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we're not shilling a lot of old rubbish. No. Check it out. Uh, and uh, we'll see you soon for some more cool podcasting. Yeah. Uh, back to normal. Drop us a line and say, keep it regular, fellas, or it doesn't matter, fellas. <laughs> uh, just keep doing whenever you can. Exactly. Uh, say hello. It's right. It's all good. So here's the boring stuff. You can get all our stuff at the website. At the oh, website. Yeah. UKScriptwriters.com. There you go. And uh, all the links to everything you could ever want are on there. There's, there's videos as well. There's it? videos. Free! All free. There's videos and the podcast and the latest stuff. It's all on there. So if you're ever thinking, oh, is there a new episode? Just go there. Uh, subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes. Just look for UK Scriptwriters. Um, or you can get us on Podomatic. We're all over the place. But that website, UKScriptwriters.com, that's our main place. So uh, links to our books on there. Check it all out. We'll put links to the movie on there. Probably I don't think we've got that Eventually, on there. Yeah. yeah, we'll put that on at the end under this episode, so you can check that out. It's all there. It's all good stuff. Uh, and uh, we'll see you Soon. whenever the next one is out. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Catch you later then. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Cheers and bye. bye.